You're listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I interview a guest about anything from U2 to the MCU. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Zach Coleman about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thank you for having me on today. No problem. I'm excited to talk Marvel. I'm excited to get a little geeky here. Let's do it. So how did you first get into the MCU? Oh, man. You know, I think when I was a kid, so when I was growing up myself, I had a, my sister's boyfriend at the time. They were about nine, ten years older than me. I really looked up to him and he was a very big Marvel and DC kind of guy. We would actually go on trips to uh, comic book stores and we would even do these things that he called hunts where we would go to like the Targets and the Walmarts and he'd try to find the action figures that had little Miss Paint figures in them. And I remember getting my first action figure and funny enough, this was before action figures were really a thing. It was a Peter Parker from the 1990s animated series of just Peter Parker. And I remember the first spider-man i got he had a shooter and funny enough i still have my favorite action figures in my closet i'm 38 now so everyone knows i've been holding them for investment for my children when they got older that's really my first real inspiration as a kid even to the point that i started my own comic book series and called scorpion man and i have him too like i only got to the number 30 but yeah and i was drawing a lot back then and so that was probably my first real memory of getting into the mcu when i was a kid that's awesome so you read comics as well as enjoy the movies do you have any favorite comic books my brother-in-law at the time he would do the very similar thing to the action figures he'd find the comic book with ink things and i did when i was a kid i didn't read too many comics like i didn't have a huge stack of them i was more of an action figure kind of guy and come up with my own little stories but my favorite comic book line was probably the spider-man clone wars and then the apocalypse series i was really into as well and so that was probably my favorite that's awesome and do you have favorite superhero I have to go to Spider-Man, man. I think as a kid, you can relate. I'm also, of course, I think everyone a very big fan of Wolverine because who couldn't be a fan of Wolverine? But I actually have a real fascination with Venom and Carnage too. So Maximum Carnage, the video game on Super NES was probably my favorite game when I was a kid. I remember playing that game with my older brother. I was terrible at it and he would get super mad at me, but we played it so much. That and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I remember Ninja Turtles too. I had a lot of Ninja Turtles when I was a kid as well, but I just didn't like the size. I actually got really into, I think I was just at that age where superheroes were great. And then I got really big into, I don't know if anyone remembers Ronin Warriors, but I got really big into Ronin Warriors and Dragon Ball Z, I think, right when they started showing them on Toonami. I was right when I was in that fifth, sixth grade era. You know, I think Scarlet Spider, I liked more, but because I was a Clone Wars fan, you know, but oh, I love uh, that costume. It is. It's that 90s hoodie with the, the red and that nostalgia. I think it just comes back to I was just I liked to be different. And so I think that that was my way of being different was like, oh, I'm going to like the action figure or the superhero that no one else likes kind of mentality. Yeah, I've always been a Nightwing over Batman guy. And everybody's like, who's Nightwing? And I'm like, it's Robin, but he's a grown up now. <laughs> 
I've, it, I've never been a fan of DC. Like, I, I don't know why. I mean, I'll, I've watched The Flash and, you know, the those kinds of shows and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll go to some of the movies. But I always felt like that the MCU characters were just so much better. They're more relatable. Yeah. So which of the movies of the MCU would you say is your favorite if you have one? It's interesting you say that because I think Marvel has done a very good job at, for instance, I was never a fan of Thor growing up. Or I, I didn't even know who Loki was. And so I think that Marvel did a very good job at getting those low-level heroes and making them more relatable and people liking them more and building more story around them. I still would say that the latest Spider-Man 3 movie was my favorite. No Way Home, I think. Yeah. I, I just love the nostalgia. I've always been a, a, a timeline multiverse kind of geek and just in everything, even space shows and stuff. I've always been a fan of that stuff. And so just having that nostalgia of having the three Spider-Man and the nostalgia of seeing the old Raimi universe and all that, them come in, I, it was great. So that would probably be my favorite movie. I honestly think my favorite show is Loki. And that's just because I've never been a fan of Loki, but knowing that watching Loki develop in a different timeline and then just waiting for that moment that he meets Thor again, it's like, it's like building up in my mind. And so as of right now, I think, yeah, I think the Spider-Man three movie was my favorite yeah i i loved no way home uh honestly i never really cared for any of the spider-man movies up until that point like i've always felt like there was something missing from them it never felt like my spider-man like in the comics and then no way home i felt like kind of acknowledged that and that scene at the end where he swings out in a costume he made himself just i was like okay they took a little bit of a roundabout way to get there but they made an amazing spider-man origin and now he's gonna be the spider-man i want him to be so that and seeing the other two come back it was nostalgic i loved andrew garfield's first movie the second one uh not as much and toby Maguire, like i grew up with those yeah me too i think toby Maguire's was like i watch it back now and i'm like like we actually after the third one came out and they put them all on on disney plus i was like i had my son sit down with me and i'm like we're watching all these over again because you know i think as a kid like that was the first real one where they like actually took the time to be like, let's dive in and create a story here for the character, not just like, oh, hey, I have a costume and I'm fighting people. Yeah, and they took the comics, like you could tell that the director enjoyed those early comics and was putting that on screen. Like there were so many iconic scenes and moments that I was like, oh, I've read that in a book. Like that's cool that they framed it that way. Yeah, and I mean, I think I was a little bit older when the Toby, not, I mean, the Andrew Garfield one came out and I, I agree with you. I like the first one. I felt like they tried to go a little bit of a darker tone and that also it just reminded me like I never was a fan of Daredevil like growing up I was never a fan and Ben Affleck one I, I never enjoyed it me neither. Uh, but the show oh my gosh like that fight scene in the hallway I'm like man this is so that actually became I think was and still one of my top top three out of everything Marvel's done so far is that the Daredevil TV show on Netflix oh I'm excited that they kept Charlie Cox and they're bringing it back. I know I know I'm such a geek man like my wife makes fun of me because like I'm kind of a workaholic, you know, I own my own business. And so all day I'm like doing business stuff and, you know, it will get to be nighttime and we'll put the kids down for bed. And uh, I'm like that guy that watches every single Easter egg and recap. She's like, it's your favorite part. Like I'll watch an episode of Loki. And then the first thing I do is go to Screen Crush and some of those other ones. And I go right on there. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. I want to watch the the in-depth Easter eggs and, and what they're taking out of it. And I don't know why, but I just like knowing I'm, I'm one of those fans that 
enjoys seeing. I know that there's been talks that Marvel's kind of everything that was good at the beginning is kind of what's disrupting them now. But I, I think I enjoy watching character development and how they, instead of just throwing people in movies, they like bring them together. Nothing's ever going to capture that first Avengers movie. Not, nothing's ever going to capture that when they first meet up. But I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, me too. There's so much character development and stuff and like watching Tony Stark develop from those early movies to Endgame and Captain America developing through his movies and the side movies. They've just managed to do so much interesting stuff using the history of the characters but putting their own spin on it and everything. Yeah, I, I and, and back to that, I was never a fan of Iron Man growing up either and they did such a good job with Robert Downey Jr. playing that part that like he's just like Hugh Jackman and Wolverine now, man. It's like you can't see him in any other part. So is there any heroes or villains that you really want to see in the movies that haven't shown up yet? I would love Onslaught. Like, eventually, I would love. I think it it would actually be awesome with what they're doing right now if that was... I know they're kind of going towards Kane. I've never really looked into Kane too much until recently, but I would love if somehow, like, Phase 4 or whatever, they, they, they somehow did that. Because if you remember the comics, they did the whole thing where they brought up Onslaught, and then he'd show up in different, like, universes and mm-hmm. stuff. Onslaught and Apocalypse are, are by far, I think, the coolest. I wish they portrayed Apocalypse better in the X-Men movies. But again, I I think, I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, but I think the what they're doing with Venom right now is great, but I don't feel like they gave Carnage a very good movie. And I'm like just such a huge fan of that psychopath. Even the game, I just, I just played Spider-Man 2 and I finished it. And I'm just like, all I'm thinking is, man, don't kill Venom. And, and then I, there was teasers, which I, I don't want to say, because I don't know if everyone's played the game, but you know, with, with Carnage and stuff, and I'm like, they better not butcher this. It's not better not be like a two hour, like fight him and he's done thing. I'm like, they better bring Venom back or he better have a, a better art because I just, I think those, for some reason, I'm just very fascinated with Venom and Carnage as a character. Yeah, they're two of my favorites. I think Cletus yeah. Cassidy is just so much fun, especially there's a storyline called Convergence where a lot of the people's moralities get flipped and Carnage becomes a good guy, but he still wants to kill people, but he wants to kill bad people and he's trying to like act like Spider-Man and the whole thing, I don't want to spoil anything from it, but it is one of my favorite comic books. I'll have to look at that one. That's quite interesting. That has like a, a Dexter vibe to it where you kind of root for him, but at the same time you hate him. Yeah, pretty much. He saves a family, but leaves them mortified. <laughs> that sounds cool. I, I would like to see how, I'm going to look that up now. I'd like to see how he looks compared to his traditional art style and how they changed him up a little bit. But I've loved all that. And I, it, even, like I said, like I was really big in the SNS version, the Maximum Carnage game. And so that just the fascination with the symbiotes in general and could get this. I don't know why. I, I don't. There's there's something there. And I, I just might be really just fascinated with aliens to begin with. Yeah, if the 90s show, first time I seen Black Suit Spider-Man in that as a kid, I was instantly like, oh my gosh. I was like, I didn't know Spider-Man could get cooler, but he just got cooler. <laughs> and then the Venom arc started and I was like, this is amazing. And then they did Carnage. And then from then, like my brother gave me hand-me-down comics. And I that was pretty much how I became a nerd between that and Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars is doing pretty some pretty cool stuff too. Like I was when I was a kid when they is when they came out with the remaster to Star Wars, and so I was kind of into it back then. And the movies were good, but it wasn't until The Mandalorian and even Asuka where I'm like, these are good shows. I enjoy watching these TV shows. Yeah, but uh, is pretty great on those Disney Plus Star Wars shows. Boba Fett yeah. wasn't my favorite. Uh, that series didn't really seem like they favorite. knew what they were doing. But I loved The Mandalorian, and I've loved uh 
uh, Andor and all those other shows. But uh, back to Marvel, um, do you feel like a lot of the fans where they say the quality has gone down a bit since Endgame? Or are you still as into it as you've ever been? Well, it's hard to say because I, you know, I can see what Marvel was trying to do. I, I don't think a lot of people remember that like when we went, were in like phase one and two of the original, like how long it really took to develop those characters. Like what, what do we have like three, four years between Iron Man 1, if not more, till we had that first Avengers movie. So like people don't really remember it's needed to develop these characters. But I also do agree that, you know, some of the shows, I mean, I watch everything no matter what, like even Miss Marvel, like I wasn't really like never a fan in the comics. I watched it anyway. I like to know every bit of the story I possibly can. So I'm going to watch it no matter what, just try to catch that Easter egg, like the X-Men Easter egg they had in there. And uh, I'll go to the Marvels uh, on Friday or Saturday night this week because I have to see every single one, even if I think it's bad um, or it's not the greatest. And I, so I do think that there's some, I mean, you could just see it. There are some, especially in the shows, but I like the differentiation. Like, I'll be honest, watching Captain America movies and when they came out with the show, to me, it was the same old, same old. It was like, oh, people are fighting again and there's a bad guy. And they're, you know, it's like, those stories are great. It's great to have like those kind of stories, but I could see what Marvel was trying to do by broadening the audience by like, I didn't mind She-Hulk. I didn't mind it. It was definitely not the same thing as, you know, Daredevil or Punisher, but I liked it. I thought it was interesting. And so- I, I enjoyed most of She-Hulk up until like, I didn't really care for the way they ended it as much. I didn't hate it vehemently like a lot of people, but at the end, I was kind of just like, I see what they were going for, but I don't think it landed for me. Yeah, I see what they're going for too. I did get faked out when they did the first seed and I was like, oh, here we go. And then he like makes the joke and that's not what really happened. Like I was like, oh, okay, that's, that. I, I liked that. Yeah. The the robot scene, like I laughed and I, I just had to realize, I'm like, this isn't a normal show. Like they're, they're trying to mess with people a little bit here and, and make jokes. And so I didn't mind it. I didn't love it. It was definitely no... And I know, like I said, Loki's like my favorite. It's no, where you have these scenes that come in and this pacing where you're like, oh man, what's going to happen next? Like what just happened? And I'm like trying to watch reviews like Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, even Moon Knight. I kind of didn't like wait until Thursday to watch. I'd be like, oh, I'll watch it on Friday or Saturday or I'll, I'll, I miss one. So I'll watch another episode the next week. But I actually think it helped uh, just keep me somewhat engaged because I don't like waiting three months <laughs> for something else to come out. I, I like those little Easter eggs, even if it's a small one. So I didn't mind it, but I do think that there is some superhero fatigue. I didn't watch Eternals in the theaters. I was like, I don't even want to go see that. I'll, it was the first time I didn't go to a Marvel movie and I waited for it to come out on, on Disney+. Plus. I think it was Thor for me, Thor 4. Really? Yeah, first really? one I didn't go see. Eternals kind of burnt me out and then decided, I was like, I'm just going to wait for Thor. I was like, I'll watch it at home. I didn't mind Thor 4. I didn't mind it either. I felt like they kind of wasted Mighty Thor, uh, Jane Foster. I wanted to see her in more stuff, but other than that, I didn't have many complaints with it. Yeah, I mean, I love the way that Star-Lord and Thor interacted in, in Endgame, and so I was like, yeah, like, I need to see this just for that. And I do think it was a little too comedic. I, I, I do think they took it a little strong on that, but overall, I liked it. It was North Thor 2. Like, Thor 2 was probably one of the 
worst ones that I've seen. And I'm like, ugh, this is just boring. I like what Marvel did a lot with some of these characters where they built some comedic aspect into it because they're superheroes. It, we, we know that they're not real and there's some nostalgia of let's have fun with it a little bit. And I, so I don't mind that as long as the, the movies know what they're doing before they do it. So I, I can get that vibe before I go in. I'm pretty much okay with it. Yeah, I found Ragnarok had a really nice balance between the goofiness and the keeping a serious tone when it needed to. And I enjoyed Ragnarok in that sense. I did too. I would say that that's probably my second favorite movie. So have you ever had any negative experiences with another member of the Marvel fandom? I have not. I choose my conversations wisely. And I'm kind of, a, I'm not going to say I'm a secret geek, but I, I'm like, I, I have to divide my time appropriately with what I do in my life. I don't usually go to like Comic-Con events or anything like that, just because I have three children now and I just don't have time. <laughs> you know? And so majority of my geekiness comes from my wife yelling at me every night because she's like, oh, here we go. Another three or four Marvel videos you're going to watch. They're always going to say the same thing. And that's uh, usually extent of it. Plus a video game here and there. But it has to be a good superhero game like Spider-Man. Um, like I'm looking forward to Wolverine. Midnight Suns wasn't bad. The the, the story was horrible, but the, the gameplay was fun. Other than that, not really. I, I don't really, I, I'm not really a troll. I don't really go online and make fun of other people for who they like. <laughs> yeah. I find pretty easy to enjoy your fandom as long as you steer clear of Reddit. Really? For this show, I have gotten so much flack from people on Reddit for going and asking questions about things that I don't know about. Oh, uh, it just, you know, you're yeah, there's nothing wrong with asking questions, right? Like, yeah, I think that comes down to, like you said, like if you're a complete fan and you spend your whole life doing, even if you read all the comics, how many comic books are out there, you know? Oh, I burnt out buying comics just because there was like, I was, I even when I tried to stick to just collecting Spider-Man, it was like, okay, there's like three different Spider-Man books that you need to collect. And every couple months, there's going to be a huge event where you're going to have to buy all the issues, all the tie-in issues. And I'm like, I would rather watch the movies because all I got to worry about is going to the theater and tuning in at home for the TV shows. You know what I love? I actually, one of the channels I watch on YouTube now is Comics Explained, and he'll like go through all this stuff. Great channel. That, yeah, that's usually what I do is I'll go on and I'll be like, it's like, oh, the, the history of King. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll watch it and I'll be like, man, that was, was an awesome story. I'm glad I didn't spend five years buying <laughs> the comic. Nothing against Marvel and paying them for comic books, but you know, that's usually what I do most of the time when I'm trying to get some of my geek on is I'll go watch that. I'll take a nap and I'll, it'll still be on when I wake up. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, Comics Explained is a great alternative for reading the books. I do the same thing now just because I don't want to go collect all these books. I had 3,000 at the height of my collection and now I strictly only have the Ultimate Spider-Man run. So from like Ultimate Universe to the start of Miles Morales and then his books. Yeah, I, I, I just still haven't gotten bored with Miles Morales yet. I don't know. I think it's because my nostalgia of Peter Parker and growing up with him as a Spider-Man. He's I just, always going like, to be my Spider-Man too. Yeah, but I do love, I do love the Spider-Verse stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm a big geek on, on alternate universe stuff. And so that stuff really intrigues me. So I like seeing the alternate versions of Spider-Man. And so now when it comes to the movies, I feel like I'm at the age where like cartoons and stuff, like I'm looking forward to the X-Men show. I'll probably watch it because that was another show. Like I even remember I got my mom into it when I was a kid, the 90s. Or so I'm kind of excited to see where that 
takes off. But I just, cartoons are just so hard for me to pay attention to anymore. <laughs> Probably. We're not really the target demographic for a lot of the cartoons nowadays. So my last question here that I like to ask everyone on the show is, what is your favorite part of being a Marvel fan? My favorite part of being a Marvel fan, I think, especially right now, is I've said this a few times, is like, we're so lucky that we are in an age where they took the movies so seriously with this integration of the heroes and Marvel putting so much investment into developing them and, and moving them over. Uh, and yes, they're not perfect, but I love it. I, I just love watching these movies and being able to see the connections between the universes and stuff. I think it's probably my favorite part is that nostalgia of seeing like i told you earlier i i look forward to the day that the new loki meets up with thor and i was never a fan of loki and thor when i was a kid so like it's it's just great to be able to have that nostalgia and i think being able to now that i have children get my children into it too like it's like the right time where it's like i can geek out with my kids and like oh here's my superhero toy my spider-man toy that i had when i was your age here you can have it you know like i'm looking forward to that moment too and just being able to enjoy the fun of enjoying these comic books and these movies with my children. Yeah, my daughter's seven and her and her little friend Leo are getting into superheroes and Leo's dad will call me and be like, hey, so who's this guy? Uh, we need to know if he's a good guy or a bad guy and like, what's his deal? So like, Leo needs to know because he's, he wants me to play, but he wants to play right. And they just, they know I'm the Marvel guy in our friend group. And so I get random text or calls me in with a picture like who's this guy what's his deal yeah i uh i tried to give my son my son's uh, almost five now on his last birthday when he turned four i tried to give him his first action figure out of my bag and of course it wasn't one of the great ones uh, so i was like oh like you know here's this one i was like testing the waters and he wasn't ready yet it, it broke in like two days oh. and so and i was like so i was like okay I, i'm just so ready like i'm like come on turn like seven or eight so i could start like playing with these action figures with you so i feel your pain on that one. well thank you very much zach for coming on the show i had a blast talking marvel with you yeah i really appreciate you having me on man it's always fun to geek out sometimes and so i i appreciate i appreciate you having me on and uh i look forward to hearing more of your podcast thanks man thanks a bunch for tuning in if you'd like to be a guest yourself want to see a list of upcoming episodes give feedback or suggest questions join us on discord or reach out to us on twitter you can also reach us at email pod.fandoms at gmail.com and if you could give us five stars on your podcast app of choice we'd really appreciate it as it helps us get new lovely listeners like yourself thank you